hello there and welcome back all you cool people out there to the no-brainer podcast hour i am your host jared and i'm joined by my good friend michael yeah that's me i'm, I'm that guy where we just listen to smooth jazz for an hour and shoot the breeze. And then occasionally we talk about bad ideas and then even less occasionally try to fix them. Yeah, we've been pretty bad at that. But I think it's the jazz. We're just so laid back. <laughs> yeah, we should, we, should, we should change that to like dubstep or something. Really get us hyped up. <laughs> get us intense and want to fix things. Get us in job. the mood to fix we- things. We have two jobs on this podcast. Talk about bad ideas and fix them, and we're really bad at one of those things. Yeah, we're like at 50% right now. Um, but some of these are just <laughs> unfixable, right? Like some of these, I'm, or they're just too obvious to fix. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the obvious one is always like, well, do we really need to talk about this? Just don't do it, or, or obviously you shouldn't do that. Right, like our, like our intro idea here uh, is... A perfect example of that. So we've got our our headline is prison escapee recaptured after he tries to buy Call of Duty. Oh, man. Don't you hate when you're going out to buy Call of Duty and the cops show up and you (laughs) forget you're supposed to be in jail. (laughs) You forget you're supposed to be in prison and all you want to do is play Call of Duty. Yeah, man. Like, I I don't have we talked about prison escapes like that's usually a bad idea. But apparently this guy managed to do it. So uh, Clint Butler had been hiding from UK police since November when he escaped prison uh, during his 17 year sentence for robbery and firearm offenses. Dang, he escaped in November and he just got caught now because he bought Call of Duty. Yeah, so uh, West Midlands Police, this is in the UK, I think, uh, spotted him uh, in the city center in January and after a scuffle was able to recapture the prisoner. Um, The reason they spotted him is because there was a lockdown at that current time and there weren't that many people out and about and his face was, you know, wanted. And uh, when asked why he was deciding to come out in public, they said that they were just sick of lockdown and so they were going out to get the new Call of Duty. (laughs) <laughs> we're so tired of sitting around in lockdown we're gonna sit around in lockdown and play a video game <laughs> they're That's just so joker. sick of freedom and they were like you know what we yeah. need i mean oh that guy has to be kicking his own ass like man i escaped prison i was out for a good like four months at least yeah and now i'm going back because i wanted to play call of duty cold war well like <laughs> yeah I, I need to find out when he went into prison because he probably got out of prison and he's like Wait, I missed how many Call of Duty games while I was in prison? Oh, I missed no. seven of them? Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I got to get the new one. The last one I had was Modern Warfare 2, and then they, they apparently did a Modern Warfare 1 last year, and uh, this one's Black Ops Cold War. That sounds neat. I got to I gotta check out this new one and see what, what all the fuss is about. Holy cow, holy cow. I can actually fix this. I can fix this bad idea. Besides not going to, to oh. buy the new Call of Duty or just buy a digital? Have your friend go buy it. He has a friend. That's friend true. His friend was him. with him when he got arrested, too. Like, <laughs> oh, man. It's, yeah. very, it, it's just so dumb, so especially in a, in a day and age where you can, you know, just buy it digitally. Yep. And like they said, they're in lockdown. So I, I don't know how strict it is in UK, like why he specifically got caught by the police just because he was out of his house. 
but you're you're asking for it at that point. Like you're right. in a place you're not supposed to be, and you're an escapee. What are you doing? <laughs> you're yeah. committing multiple crimes. Honestly, the best thing for him though is that he got caught before he had to play the Call of Duty game because that would have been worse than jail. <laughs> uh, zinger! Uh-huh. Yeah. Take that, Activision, you billion-dollar company. Unless he was playing zombies, because zombies on Cold War is good. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. (laughs) Jared doesn't believe me. (laughs) Oh, shoot. All right. Well, do we want to get into the the bread and butter of the of the show here? Yeah, let's get into the money maker. Let's go. Let's uh, let me find a nice jazz record here and we'll throw it on. (laughs) That was a that was a record noise. And we're back. Turns out I don't own a record player, so I have a lot of records here that I can't really play. So I'm I'm just going to tell you a bad idea instead. How does that sound? Oh, man, I really wanted to hear that jazz, but I will digress. Let's, what's I the bad know. idea? I know. Well, all right, let me let me start out here with a little, you know, like if this, then that. You ready? OK, OK. Eating is good. Uh, yeah, sure. OK, cool. Uh, eating too much is not good. You are correct. Uh-huh. So then, therefore, eating things that aren't food is bad. Ooh, I don't know about that. And then, and then finally, eating too much stuff that also isn't food <laughs> is probably the worst. <laughs> yes, yes, this, this is true. But not for our topic for today, a guy named Terer. Terer, that's an interesting name. Terer. Oh. So Terer was a human spectacle born in 1772 in France. He, wow. Okay. I thought this was going to be like, I don't know, our time. <laughs> Billy nope. not. Nope. This is, uh, we're going back a little bit. So this is actually taking place like during the French Revolution. So, Jesus. Um, but uh, anyway, not much is known about his early life except for one thing the boy could eat. <laughs> is this man like shoe nice of the 1700s? Yes, but honestly, so much worse. <laughs> oh, no. Like warning, this episode will get a little gross here as I talk about him eating. I don't know if I can handle this, but uh, uh, let's hear it. Okay, so by age 17, his voracious appetite had him eating a quarter of a cow a day. Holy This man must have been huge. That was an equivalent weight to his own weight, which he only ever weighed between 100 and 200 pounds. He was never overweight in his life. Holy shit. Doctors don't know what was wrong with this guy. Um, but at that point with him, come on now. (laughs) But at this point in his life, uh, his parents couldn't provide for him. And so they kicked him out. He was eating so much that his parents kicked him out of the house and he had to go elsewhere. Is that where eating me out of house and home came from? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Oh, Oh, so, so yeah, as I said, what was his appetite? Well, no one was really sure. So there are some guesses. Um, hyperthyroidism can cause massive appetite as well as high metabolism, which would explain why he remained thin his whole, whole life. Like, uh, at age 17, he was only a hundred pounds, but he was eating a hundred pounds of meat a day. (laughs) Oh my God. 
Uh, it's also possible that he had brain damage, which can cause polyphagia or overeating. Um, and you know, you'll see stories like this on like my strange addiction nowadays, right? People that eat weird shit, but yeah, um, they're like, they don't see it as a, a dangerous or unhealthy thing. They're just like, yeah, I, I like it. I yeah. just want to eat it. Yep. It's brain something up with the brain. Yeah. And this guy just truly, truly a mystery. We like doctors, I think today are still very confused by him. So it is confusing. So, yeah, as I said, he was thin, but when he ate his stomach expanded, quote, like a balloon. If he hadn't eaten, he could wrap the excess skin around his abdomen. Ooh, what the hell? This is nasty. <laughs> his mouth was absolutely massive. Uh, four inches in length when fully opened from like the bottom of his teeth to the t- to his top teeth. Four inches. Is this guy like Pac-Man? This could be Pac-Man. Human Pac-Man. He could hold 12 eggs in his mouth without breaking them. (laughs) Without breaking them. That's freaking impressive. Yeah. So um, uh, he sweat profusely and was set (laughs) and it was said to have absolutely reeked all the time. Oh, my God. I just want to tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He stank to such a degree that he could not be endured within the distance of 20 paces. End quote. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh, 20 faces. Poor guy. <laughs> he just uh, wants to eat. His skin was perpetually hot to the touch, uh, and these two characteristics became much worse when he ate. Uh, he had chronic diarrhea his whole life, which was said to be, quote, fetid beyond all conception. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Like, unbearable. Oh, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. So, uh, so yeah, uh, after getting kicked out of his house, he became a street performer and stage act where he would, you know, just eat, just show people how much he could eat. Um, so yeah, he was shoe nice basically. Um, he could eat entire apples in one bite basketfuls at a time. Uh, he would eat non-food things like stones, like he would just eat rocks. Um, and most horrifically he would eat live animals such as cats, lizards, eels, and puppies. Okay, this can't be real. This can't be real. This is real. This cannot be real. He <laughs> ate live animals? Uh-huh. Yep. I'm... You just take bites out of them. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I told you this one was a was was a wild one, right? Yeah, this is insane. This might be one of the craziest things we've we had on the pod. Yeah, this we're, is not, nuts. we're not even to the bad idea yet. <clears throat> <laughs> Eating live animals is a bad idea, but I'll all of this you. is a bad idea. But we're going to see uh, a really bad idea as they oh. try to make his power, uh, his superpower, useful. Is he going to? Is he going to start? I don't know. I, <laughs> I I have so many ideas, but I want to let you go. Go. <laughs> okay. So in the 1790s, Terrer joined the French military, who at the time was in a massive war. I had mentioned this was during the French Revolution-ish era, and France was perpetually at war with neighboring countries. Uh, And French generals, unable to feed him with the rations they had, decided they need to figure out a better use for him than just, you know, putting him on the front lines where he'd eat too much. Um, So two (laughs) military doctors began testing the limits of his eating, and a general came up with an idea. And the military doctors were going to test it. Oh man, are they gonna? Is he gonna eat the enemy? Just attack <laughs> the enemy and eat him? <laughs> He's gonna Pac-Man them. 
<laughs> this Pac-Man <laughs> Yeah, this is actually the origin story of the movie Pixels. So, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where this was going. Um, what could they possibly have put him to work doing? Okay, so here's the idea. They gave to Rare a small wooden box with a letter containing important information inside. Terrer ate it, and then two days later, the box was retrieved from his excrement. The paper was still legible. So, the idea was that Terrer could be a spy. He would be able to sneak information across enemy lines, and if caught, have no visible proof of the secret info he was carrying. <laughs> mm, Alright, so, <laughs> you, you catch a prisoner, and you're like, alright, what do you know? He says nothing. You're like, alright. Um, what do you have? What do you have? Oh. Nothing. But do you have any cows that I can eat? <laughs> what? Can, I'll uh, eat I the whole cows. thing. <laughs> I'll eat the whole thing. All of a sudden, he's a traitor, and now he's on their side uh, doing all this crazy shit to entertain them. This Just is eating cows. Oh my god, <laughs> man. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that was that was the idea was to use him as a pack mule um, to carry information. For yeah, for information that. I, He's not he's not getting the full use out of his abilities, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but uh, they're gonna they're gonna test it out. So Terrer was given his first actual task, and that was to deliver a message using this method to a captured general in Prussian territory. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Now there were some doubts. So the general who was sending him on the mission didn't quite trust Terrer yet, and so the information on the note basically said this is a test. Um, What's there but, not to trust about this guy? But they didn't tell Terrer that. They told Terrer that this was like highly classified, like lose the war important information. <laughs> His very first mission. So they told him like this is a big deal. Like don't get caught. Don't let anyone know because this is like huge. Um, and it said nothing on it really. Um Wow. But the plan was set in motion, so Terrer ate the box, and then he was smuggled into Prussia disguised as a German peasant. Oh, wow. He's, he's, he's James Bond, but he can eat a lot. That's his superpower. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, but, but there was another bad idea here of trying to pass him off as a German peasant, uh, and that's that Terrer didn't speak German. <laughs> oh, he well, only spoke yeah. French. So he's trying to pretend he's a German peasant and he's just, you know, speaking French. Um, <laughs> and so he gets captured almost immediately. <laughs> this is like a bad sitcom where, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, but I eat a lot and I can only speak French. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just keeps working. I don't know. So awkward. Uh, so, yeah, he gets captured and they start to interrogate him and he stays true to his loyalty as much as he could, uh, despite not finding any physical evidence 24 hours of beatings later Terrer finally gave up the plan uh to the to the prussian military as they captured him mm, did they did did they give it up to him like through words or through the other end you know what well, I'm saying? he he gave it up with words and so they decided to chain him to a latrine until he could give them the box <laughs> Incredible. So uh, here's here's where sources differ. I honestly don't know which of the two of these happened. So um, one source says that the box was retrieved eventually by a Prussian general and the Prussian general got super mad because 
like Terrere told him it was super important information and then it actually ended up being the dummy message and not important at all. And so um, that's what one source says. Other sources say that Terrere managed to, you know, poop out the box, get the box back out of his poop. No. And then eat it again. No! (laughs) (laughs) That's so gross! Oh my god! I... I bet mm. that one's true because the man likes to eat and he yeah. thinks, he believes this message is very important. That's true. That's true. true. That one. No, man. Either way, not good. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. Either way, yeah. they sentence him to be hanged. Um, so they get him. So like uh, the sources say they like got him to the gallows. Like I think he even had the rope around his neck and then the, the general just kind of like felt bad. Um, <laughs> and so they, they let him go back to France. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, so yeah, he gets back. Um, and he actually, I think he gets kicked out of the military at this point because they can't feed him and he, uh, got caught and wasn't (laughs) doing very good at the spy stuff. Um, so, uh, decides to start looking for a cure for his, you know, problem. Um, he gets admitted to a hospital where they began various treatments, just random shit. This is the late 1700s. This isn't real stuff. Um, yeah, they have no idea what they're doing. We've discussed we've discussed medical practices of the of the <laughs> oh, middle and late uh, Renaissance and stuff like that, and it's not much better here. Um, so, like tobacco pills, wine vinegar, were a couple that were listed. Just random shit. None of it worked. Um, he was still sneaking off to find scraps from local butcher shops where he would fight stray dogs over the dead animals that were thrown out. <laughs> he wouldn't have to fight the stray dogs. He'd just eat them. He could just eat the dogs, too. <laughs> <laughs> this man is hes a phenomenon. He, he, is re- he really is. Not of this world. Yeah. And uh, is I, this is what makes me think that it was brain damage even more because it was getting worse so eventually he was getting caught trying to sneak into the mortuary to eat dead bodies and even at one point was caught drinking the blood of a patient that was being put through bloodletting okay this is a demon this is a (laughs) demon in disguise oh my god oh yeah so uh the last straw for terrere at the hospital uh that got him kicked out was a 14-month-old baby went missing without a trace. Oh, my God! It was never confirmed, and he never admitted to it whether he ate it or not, but the fact that everyone suspected him of it, uh, he got kicked out. They need to make, like... I always, I always, like, take our bad ideas, and then, like, oh, I want to see a movie about that, but I'd legit want to see like a human centipede like style movie where the movie just continues continually gets worse and more vile as he more eats more stuff yeah like you just watch his his mental state get more insane till the very end where whatever the hell you can imagine happens happens yeah this is (laughs) we can write it and produce it it. we can do it (laughs) The first first no-brainer movie, and it's about this guy. Um, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, uh, Terrere died four years later of tuberculosis, um, although Terrere, when he was sick uh, with tuberculosis, 
he actually ended up calling one of those doctors from the military to come help him out because Terrer said that he was pretty sure that it was actually a golden fork that he had eaten two years ago and never pooped out. Um, that was that was causing the internal damage. Um, so Terrer is like, this is killing me. And the doctor gets there and he's like, no, dude, it's tuberculosis. It's not the golden fork. Um, and uh, so, yeah, he dies and the golden fork was never found. Man, you made it that long. I, de- Ooh, I, I'm surprised none of the other things you ate screwed up your insides enough for you to die. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, it, it's an actual it's, disease that takes this man away from us. Like, wow. <laughs> insane. Insane. Yeah. So uh, that, that's, that's the, the brief synopsis of our, of Terrer, the the French eater. Yeah. Don't overeat everybody. That's the moral of this story. And eat food, not non-food. <sighs> yeah. Don't eat people i was gonna say don't eat cats and dogs but i'm sure there's some people who do yeah but don't do that you don't need to you can eat cows and pigs and stuff unless your religion says no then don't do that either not whole cows make sure they're dead make sure they're cooked up nice don't eat the entire back half of the cow or the front half yeah just don't do it because like yeah that's like all like he would eat stuff raw too like he was eating this meat raw like he was not cooking it at all and still nothing like tuberculosis know, gets him i want to know what his childhood was like because how do you how do you like create such a monster and then finally decide okay enough is enough get out of my house and then kick him out yeah it's so it's so wild. Like, there's really, like, you know, My Strange Addiction, yeah, you get people that eat toilet paper and shit. But yeah. there's never been another person like this in history, I don't think. Like, Yeah, as far as we know. To this extent, it's just wild. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Jared, for that wonderful, wonderful story. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a... So, uh, shout out to the... Uh, so, last podcast on the left did a whole episode on polyphagia and people that eat weird stuff. So, that's where they they, they did this story, too. So, that's where I first heard it, and then I, I did some more research, and, and we got some bad ideas out of it, so... Yeah, we definitely, definitely did. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, yeah. Right. Well, do you have a less gross idea for us? Oh, I have a much less gross idea. Much okay. less. Okay, good. Oh. All right. So there's, there's this man. His name's Jim Carrey, and he starts eating everything in sight, right? Oh, like, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. I'm, I love <laughs> that guy. He eats, he eats animals whole. No, no, he doesn't eat animals, but he does actually have an animal control job. All you're, right. The, you're talking pet detective, right? <laughs> no, no. I'm talking... The number 23, the movie. Oh, fuck. Jim Carrey was in a thriller suspense movie in 2007 called The Number 23. And yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? And there's a reason he never went back to. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, yeah. so. I like I like me some thriller and suspense movies. I like me some Jim Carrey, and uh, Dude, I don't Jim like Carrey this movie is that a good much. dramatic actor too. Like um, Eternal is. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is fantastic. I I feel like this movie was not for him. I feel like this was a Nicolas Cage movie through and through. This wasn't yeah, for him. This was that too ridiculous, right. too silly, 
too too I don't know. It's a Nicolas Cage movie, hundred percent. But um, our adventure starts off with Jim Carrey on his animal control job. He re- he receives a call about a stray dog in the back alley behind a Chinese restaurant. It's only minutes before his shift ends, but he takes the job anyway. And he attempts to wrangle the dog, but it bites him and escapes to a cemetery and vanishes, leaving Jim to only look at a headstone with a woman's name on it. So th- this is just that, a bunch of story that woman's bits name? that I... 23. <laughs> that woman's name is 23. <laughs> the number 23. No, it actually wasn't. I don't know the name of it because... I just blocked this entire movie out of my mind and when I had to do the notes. So <laughs> here, here goes. This this whole event caused Jim to be late to his meeting with his wife, who has his birthday cake pick birthday cake picked out, and a book called The Number 23. A book of obsession by Topsy Kretz. It's 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 just a red paperback book. It looks very omni uh, ominous. It looks scary, spooky. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. This uh, this book is about a detective who contracts an obsession of the number 23 from a suicidal woman who says her father had the same obsession and killed her mother because of it. Getting spooky, right? Yeah, it's a little spooky for me. Uh, uh, Numbers coming after you. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Jim becomes obsessed with this book and begins drawing parallels between it and his life. He's convinced whoever wrote this book wrote it just for him. Meanwhile, his wife finds the entire concept silly as hell and that the number 23 means nothing. And Jim's It's just, just Michael Jordan's number, okay? Get over it. <laughs> Jim's like, oh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's like another connection in his mind. Yeah, yeah. It, she thinks Jim is just like using his own mind to trick himself and just looking for these connections. Like, he's just rattling off thing after thing. It's 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 so funny to watch him do these things and make these connections because you know that they're, they're probably there they probably are but it's just so funny to watch him look like a madman putting these connections together it's just funny it's great yeah. it's so weird to see in a movie because it's like it's like a conspiracy theorist you know it's a it's conspiracy theory the movie yeah exactly and you're just you can't take it seriously no matter what you try and do right the, but Jim, he slowly starts to go crazy. He begins having nightmares of killing his wife, and the number th- 23 is driving him to the brink of murder, just like it did the father and the suicidal woman in the book. When you this said 23 start- is driving him to murder, I was ima- I'm imagining a, 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 a like animated number 23 driving the car and Jim Carrey's in the front seat with it. <laughs> All right. You know what you have to do. <laughs> yes, I can't do it, 23. I can't do it. <laughs> this is like a bad sci-fi movie <laughs> Jim but, Carrey uh, do you want to be a zero or do you want to be a 23 like me <laughs> you know what I want okay don't screw with me man <laughs> don't screw with me but, uh, <laughs> Jesus I'd rather watch that movie than this one honestly good god 23 <laughs> says do you know why they call me 23 and then he slowly turns to the camera and you see that he's got 23 teardrops on his eye <laughs> oh jesus that's dark man you're dark <laughs> does that mean jim carrey wants to be 24 Ooh. Uh, <laughs> that's the sequel oh man oh no he he becomes 23 and then he kills 23 to become 24 Ooh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
the number 23 part two <laughs> we could get so many sequels out of this movie you know right. how many numbers there are I was like, turns out there's a whole, this is like John Wick, but with Jim Carrey and numbers. There's just this whole cabal of assassins with numbers for names. Trying to add one more. <laughs> oh my god, this is, this is going off the rails. Off the rails right now. Uh, through, through Jim's obsession, he finds out who he believes is the author. And it's a man in prison for killing his wife, and he believes he wrote the book because he's insane. But, uh, he goes to the prison, he confronts the man, and the guy's like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. I'm in prison for something I didn't do, and you seem to have more problems than I do. Not my <laughs> book. I didn't write it. Get the fuck away from me. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't know, the man. Guy, you seem pretty fucked up to me. He, that's literally what he was saying. He's like, man, I don't know. Just leave me <laughs> alone. You're insane. You're insane, and you're and I'm in prison. What the hell? <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty nutty stuff. But uh, Jim goes back home. And he's run out of ideas until his son, who has also been reading the book and finding crazy patterns, notices a P.O. box at the end of the book stuck between two pages because apparently someone set a, a cup of coffee on the book and then the two pages got stuck together. Like, the framing <sighs> of this scene is like a high schooler did it. Oh, the book is wide open and then the kid, like two pages apart and then clearly right there is a fresh like coffee cup imprint on it it's so ridiculous oh, like, it's so bad it's so bad but yeah they 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 get the p.o box and now all three of them jim his wife and his son devise this silly plan of sending 23 huge boxes of packing peanuts to the p.o box and then sticking it out till someone comes and picks them up <laughs> But they had to do 23 because they just couldn't not stick with yeah. the theme. You know, when 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 someone calls you that your P.O. box is full, they say, hey, you got 23 boxes here. It's a little, you know, it's a little suspicious. <laughs> well, someone does come and pick them up. And Jim confronts the man. Yeah, he demands him. He tells him, what's going on? 23, what does it mean? And then the man kills himself. Oh, whoa. Twist, twist. Uh-oh. But Jared, you you must be wondering, why was the P.O. box in the book? Why? Yeah, it was, that was definitely my next question. Yeah, the, the, the movie doesn't answer that. No oh. idea why. <laughs> oh, it's just there. The, 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 plot, the plot point ended there. No idea why the P.O. box was in the book. As far as I know, the, the man had no intention of, like, using the P.O. Box for anything. I don't know why it was Until there. 23 boxes show up, and then he shows up, and he doesn't expect somebody to be staking it out, because it seems pretty obvious that someone staked that out. Exactly. Exactly. Makes no sense from any point. And like I said, the movie doesn't explain why there's a P.O. Box, other than having to push the plot along. Yeah, precisely. Makes no sense. This movie is pretty mediocre, but Jim Carrey is great. Just gonna reiterate that. Love Jim Carrey. <laughs> but uh, for some reason, Jim Carrey gets the crazy idea to circle every twenty-three word, every twenty-third word, on every twenty-third page, which reveals a message seemingly meant for him as he uses his last as he uses his last name in the book, and tells him to go dig up a spot near the park railings. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Yep. Yep. I don't. <laughs> every 23rd word on every 23rd page. So they have the P.O. box scene. 
That goes nowhere besides the man killing himself. And then immediately after that, Jim's like, all right, I'm going to start circling these words on every 23rd page. It's it's just random nonsense. Yeah, I'm that is nonsense. Movie, I'm explaining the movie as good as I can. And this is just all nonsense. It's, <laughs> it's a nonsense. Dumb. It's a nonsense film. Yep. Maybe maybe a conspiracy theorist made this film because it's all just everywhere. And it's all dumb. It's, it's all dumb. Oh, man. So, yeah, um, he goes and digs up this spot in the park where the book told him to dig. And in that hole is a skeleton. Ooh. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> okay, so what, what the fuck is going on? What is actually going on in this movie? Jared, do you have any idea what's going on right now? How many bones are in that skeleton? Oh, Jesus Christ. Because... <laughs> I'm willing to bet there's 203 bones. Take out the zero 23. Oh my gosh. You just reminded me of a terrible part of the movie. So, um, whenever, when Jim Carrey's like on the, the whole street, thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. No, whenever Jim Carrey's on the street and like, he needs reasons to be like, Oh, 23, 23. Uh, uh, they, they show like a three on one sign and then a two on a different thing. And they like put them together. <laughs> That's like, 32, my dude. Ridiculous. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, and when, when it does come up to 32, they're like, oh, that backwards is 23. And they do this <laughs> multiple times in the movie. Yes, it's it is. Congrats. You figured out 32 it's is so, 23 backwards. It's so silly. It's so silly. Okay, so the entire damn movie is just a series of events that seemingly barely linked together just very slightly and they very they often have very little context to anything and so as someone who watched the movie it's just it's just all vaguely connected there this movie is so loose loosey-goosey with its details like it doesn't even have to be in the same order and it would yeah. still make as much sense it's just nuts yeah. it's just nuts but but do you want to know the movie jared do you want to know what what's going on in the movie are you interested in hearing this tell me all right. It turns out Jim Carrey is actually the author of the book. I yeah, I think everyone knew that. I think everyone knew that. I didn't know that. I was I was very confused the entire time. I mean, I kind I'm, of assumed when it says that he killed his wife or whatever and he's been thinking about doing it that it's just, you know, him going quake quake cuckoo nuts. Yeah. But when I watch movies, I like I suspend every belief I have till the very end because I want to like sit there and enjoy it. But you're definitely right. Like obviously there was parallels. Obviously something could be going on. But how did he write the book, Jared? You don't know, do you? Did he lose his memory or is he time traveling? Son of a bitch! He lost his memory. Hate. Yeah, it it all adds up to twenty (laughs) three. Yup. Holy shit, Jared's 23. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to read this, but damn you. Uh, He saw his mother murdered by his father, who committed suicide shortly after due to obsession with the number 23. So there is an obsession with the number 23. His father had it, so it's unexplained still. It's genetic. Yeah, that's that's the theme here, is that if you are, are, um, if you're exposed to it, yeah, you're gonna. It's 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 in you. But also, like, his son was also listening to it and like watching him go crazy. So maybe his son is now obsessed with it, but his wife wasn't because they're not genetically like 
connected i don't know it's weird it's, this right. movie has so many questions and they're all dumb they're all dumb questions but uh, yeah so after after uh he saw his his mother get murdered and his father commit suicide jim grew up and he met a woman in college and he fell in love with that woman but he says the number 23 came looking for him literally that is the line in the movie that they use the number came looking for him <laughs> it's a goddamn number it's everywhere honestly like every number is everywhere yep the, the Math is not coming to kill you, Jim. Oh, huh? <laughs> uh, you can't convince high schoolers of that, though. They think math is coming to kill them. <laughs> that is very true. Very true. But uh, he, uh, he fell ill to the same obsession with the number as his father, and it started to drive a wedge between him and his girlfriend that he met in college, and he found out his girlfriend was cheating on him with another man. So he decided to kill her and frame the new boyfriend. Mm. Jared. Who's the boyfriend? P.O. Box guy? No. Guy Prison guy. Prison guy? Yeah. yeah Prison guy. Yeah, yeah. The boyfriend was the man who was in prison for supposedly killing his wife. The skeleton found in the park was Jim Carrey's girlfriend, which he buried after he killed her. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is your Jim Carrey going on a, on a self-discovery mission of all the shit he did. He's going on a scavenger hunt of bones. That he and made himself. Yep, yep, basically. Yeah, so Jim wrote the book after killing her, and then he jumped out a window because he wanted to die, but he survived with memory loss, as Jared has already pointed out, because he's so fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a doctor was tasked with re rehabilitating him, and that same doctor found the book, and it caused him to go insane. For 13 years, while Jim carried on with his life and didn't oh, have to worry about off. the number. Why was it thir Why wasn't it 23 years? Right? They, he, they could have had Jim Carrey a little older. Like, oh. come on. Come on. Fucking hell. Although Jim Carrey was pretty young looking in this movie. He had a huge head of hair. It was insane. So long. So much hair. So much hair. <laughs> and the doctor that rehabilitated Jim... Is the P.O. Box guy. And for some reason, he published the book under the name Topsy Kretz. Um, so why did he kill himself when he saw Jim Carrey? Because apparently Jim Carrey is like supposed to be evil. Because like Jim Carrey's last name is Sparrow. So just the sight of, of seeing Jim Carrey made him so scared that he yeah. killed himself. It's just more unexplained bullshit. Like, we don't know, like, why, why is the doctor going insane and Jim Carrey going insane at the same time when supposedly the doctor went insane and Jim Carrey was fine to continue on with his life? Um, because 23. <sighs> yeah, That's this, movie the answer. this movie was a bad idea. The the execution mm -hmm. was so rough, but they tried so hard. I could definitely tell. But uh, do you want to hear a little some little factoids about this movie? A little trivia, Jared? Cause Please it's do. Great. Please Pretty do. Great. Um, okay. Jim Carrey claims he had an obsession with the number twenty three long before being a part of the movie. Oh, Jesus Ooh. Christ! His his production company was called JC Twenty Three Entertainment. He also cool. uh, said that his father was an accountant, which was also in the book, and also played the saxophone, which was also in the book. Oh, Spooky! Cool. 
Cool. Spooky. What are you saying? Are you going to fucking murder your wife? Is that what you're saying? Because we should put you on a watch list. Uh, Jim Carrey was also paid exactly $23 million to act in this movie. Can we not pretend that that's... Why are they pretending that's a coincidence? That's clearly done on purpose. This is the 23rd project Joel Schumacher has directed. Yeah, uh uh-huh. They did this shit on purpose. The DVD contains exactly 23 chapters. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Whoa. It's not a coincidence when you do it on purpose. (laughs) Uh, In the movie, at around 48 minutes, the telephone number for the hotel is 555-1232. Not only is there a 23 and a 32, which is a reverse 23, and the second half of the number, but 5 plus 5 plus 5 plus 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 2 equals 23. Whoa, that's so smart. You, you know that whole thing I just explained right there, like with the pluses and the numbers and shit? This uh-huh. is what they do during the movie the entire time. They pick apart things in the fucking, in the room, and basically just say how they connect to 23. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Sounds painful. Sounds the DVD really painful. length is, the DVD length is an hour and 41 minutes and 8 seconds. 14 plus 1 plus 8 is 23, Jared. Whoa! These are facts. Whoa! <laughs> Couldn't have done that on purpose. An- another thing they do, which is just like self-fulfilling garbage, is like they take the names of the characters that are like important, and they like they pull the name the the letter out of the name, they assign it to the alphabet, obviously, and then they like pick the number that in the alphabet. Yeah. So a is one, B is two, and like every time Jim Carrey's name comes up twenty three. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. God, it's just oh my gosh, oh man. Yeah, this is a nightmare of a film. This I've movie... never watched it because I've known it's a bad idea. Yeah. Ah, jeez, I wanted to like this film. I love Jim Carrey. Like I said, I loved thrillers. I wanted to like this, but it's just so insane. Mm-hmm. So insane. Too much. And they have, yeah, and they have like. So when when Jim's reading the movie. They have these these set pieces where he's he where they put a movie scene that is from the book, if that makes sense. Like, imagine the movie is just the book, and they make a scene oh. out of that where Jim Carrey is in it and his wife is playing the female character, huh. and it's just so so overproduced for what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> for real. It's intense. This movie's intense. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> Do you want to hear more twenty three facts, or should we end it here? Because I um, you got more. <laughs> I've got so many more, and I don't want to read them. Can we end it? Yeah, we can end it. That's cool with me. Um, so, so thanks for listening to the twenty third episode of the <gasps> No Brainer Podcast. Oh um, my god! So this is episode fifty one. Fifty one. Five minus one is four. Um, four plus. <laughs> Five is nine plus, and then subtract that from 14? 51. I'm gonna get us to 23, damn it. Um, <laughs> anyway, you can find us on uh, the socials, find us at the No Brainer Pod. You can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the, the interwebs. Share us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or whatever you need to do to, 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 say you like the show if you do so uh 
tell us about the number 23. Yeah, tell time. us all your 23 stories. <laughs> uh, Jesus. All right. Well, we'll catch you later. Brainless. Peace out. <laughs>